Informative. Educational. Objective. Inclusive. Comprehensive. This is Progress Report. Updates and conversations from the Government Information Service. Good day and welcome to another episode of Progress Report. I am your host, Ivan Connor, my lovely co-host, Glenniva Hodge. And we have with us today two members, representatives, I don't know what else titles I can give you, of the Anguilla National Youth Parliament. Did I say that correct? Anguilla Youth Parliament. Anguilla Youth Parliament. Because... Parliament would mean that it's national, right? Yeah. You, you see, you done start teaching me already. <laughs> um, I've been trying for a very long time to get these folks in. I think what they do is absolutely uh, not just critical um, to to national development um, because they provide quite a bit of insight. I think they have a platform that that gives a voice to an underrepresented sector of our society. People think children should just go to school and shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least that's what my mother had tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much that, that you youth are affected by, involved in, and expected to carry, navigate otherwise, that what you do as a National Youth Parliament kind of frame these things. Not forgetting that, um, if you were listening to the previous episode, my co-host wears many hats, well, not just the previous episode. You know, we had a lot of hats to train her. How you got all these hats? I don't know. It must be hot under there. <laughs> she, she's, she's worked intimately with youth for all of her life. She is turning the corner pretty soon. I'm still a youth. And joining me, <laughs> and joining me outside a couple months of the youth bracket based on definition. And then they want to sit here and tell me as old as you feel. Um, but... She's done a lot. She's going to um, kind of give some insight where this stuff started. We can talk about that where this started because I don't think people really understand that the youth parliament is not something that was just yesterday. No. And Granny so, was actually in the first cohort. She was in the first cohort. <laughs> All right. So we have, again, two persons. So introduce yourself. All right. My name is Shamar Gaskin, and I'm the current premier of the Anguilla Youth Parliament. Ooh. He said, I'm the That's current premier. That's my boss. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boss. <laughs> that is true. And you are? Um, my name is Ranika Kana, and I am the leader of opposition. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unprecedented. We <laughs> have the premier and the leader of opposition on the show at the same time. A, a talk show? With a talk them. show with both. I love it. So, are you guys at war? No, of course not. Yeah. We, we embody what the actual parliament should embody. You know? That is? Yeah. Uh, the government side and the opposition side can get along, you know, because a lot of the times when you listen to them, they're trying to address the same issues. Exactly. And sometimes they oppose just for opposing sake, and yeah, we don't want right. to embody that. It's, it's yin and yang. I tell people, like I told somebody recently, and they was like, and they, they try to get political with me, and they was like, is your government? I say, yeah, my government consists of 11 elected representatives. Mm-hmm. 
and then they were like, "Oh, like what do you mean by that?" I said, "Because the opposition is part of my government too. Like yes. you, 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 you have to understand. Yes, there are there are leaders that are elected to carry the function of ministers and otherwise, but there's a balance that comes from the opposite opposition side. I should come from the opposition side, and you said something. It's not just opposing for opposing's sake. We are past that right now because lives further down the road are affected. So I like that that is here right now. So in your capacity." Before we get into, maybe we should start here, but I, I don't want to start there. As into like <laughs> the whole function and stuff in your capacity, your individual lives. Like, what do you do? Like, what are you doing right now? Fresh out of school, six farm. What exactly? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your lives? What is Shamar doing? What is Shamar doing? <laughs> well, currently in Boston, he dreads. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. All right. Getting started with that for sure. Good. Um, well, in my personal life right now, I'm doing a bit of music production, and okay. uh, you know that's a hobby of mine. And I currently work with Tradition Sailing, the sailboat charter. You guys okay, know. Okay, nice. Right? Yeah, but that's currently closed for the off season. So right. you know, just using all of the free time I have now to commit to the Anguilla Youth Parliament as much as I can uh-huh. and, you know, work on my hobbies. Okay. And Miss Connor? Um, currently, I am in my last year of sixth form. Dope. Yeah, and I'm preparing to go after college next year. Um, I enjoy being a part of the Anguilla Youth Parliament because even in my conversations with people, I like to look at things from different angles and different perspectives. Uh-huh. So not just... I don't like things set in stone. I like to see how... It could be altered. Yeah. Who, who it was God gave the commandments? You would not be their friend. Moses. <laughs> 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 um, just, just quickly, what do you want to study? Um, I'm between law and journalism. You're between law and journalism. Also, teaching is pretty fulfilling. It is? Yeah. Oh, you, you <laughs> sure? Yeah. I, it, it's always so refreshing to hear that from your person. I, so. I, I enjoy hearing that for true. Because like, <laughs> tell you a story. I said it on the show and said it again. I, never again. I would never teach again. Can you tell us why? You want to why? We're asking you the questions, though. Okay, Was it my class? Question. You, you, are you telling me off too much? Like, believe it or not, stop aging me. See, oh, wow. see, this is this is this is my yeah. way of sliding in the fact that really. Yeah. So, so right out of right out of six farm, I went into teaching. Okay. It gave me panic attacks. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not even making light of the situation, but here's what troubled me about teaching, and I I know there are efforts, extreme efforts to change that right now. I feel everyone can learn. I feel everyone have interests. I just don't feel everybody is academically inclined. And I think you need to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. And the education system in the Caribbean, not just Angola, is focused on CXC. Yeah. And I sick of CXC um, with all due respect because it literally all they want you to focus on is passing maths, English, and these subjects. And we have a lot of people that's void of the proper use for what you've learned and the application and there's no development of the soft skills and there's no there's no knowing yourself and tolerance and there's no focus on the arts and hands-on and tech and all these type of things and that's my problem with education and why i wouldn't teach again i would sit under a tree and have a conversation have somebody reason and find themselves before i put somebody uh, myself right in a classroom and just sit that i'm teaching you directly from a curriculum do you know they expect you to lesson plan <laughs> we're not sitting here Ivan, and trying to discourage I'm not Monica. discouraging you. <laughs> I'm not discouraging <laughs> if, 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 if that comes across as that because there's something out there 
because there are people that need that. Yeah. And I went to university, I understand that there's a need for that. But I had a professor at university, and he changed my life, and I kind of digress now. His name is Dr. Lonnie Hudspeth. And he had something called a Hudspeth Learning Method. When I got to university, after a couple of times in class, the man watched me and asked me what I was doing there. I laughed. He's like, I've never seen him. He came from the U.S. He was like, where you came from? I said, well, I did six farms. He's like, six farms, what's that? And I showed him my syllabus, and he brought the syllabus for several courses that I would have to take at UVA. He was like, look here, boom, boom, boom. You know all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he had this this thing called a hotspot London method. I never forget, like, I like a challenge. And he came to class. He's like, um, you're going to read the entire textbook in one week. Said, you know, I'm take college textbook. Mm-hmm. I hear my boy, Zula. <laughs> Zula was a raster dude from <laughs> Sabat. Yeah, Zula said, <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> that's how you hear in the back of the class. And the chair pushed back and Zula walked out. <laughs> so, he, like, couple of people walked out of the class when the man said, hey, check it. I was like, boy, I, I kind of like this. This is cool. But he eventually showed you through his hotspot learning method, he has a teaching method that, you know, like, even textbooks and stuff are filled with, like, a lot of fluff that you don't really need because what you have to do is grasp the concept and the application, then it doesn't leave you. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what I'm excited about when it comes to teaching. If I could try to do that now, I might get thrown out because they don't want... No, I can't. I can't. Give me the concept. Like, let's, let's, there's so much different ways of learning, but we ain't getting into that. You see what you did? <laughs> Don't ask me any questions. <laughs> that is, that is what Ivan got. Yes. But we're going to go right back into it. I think it was important because mm-hmm. a lot of times the guests that we have on the show, persons are aware of who they, who they are. are. Right. They see them in the community. Mm-hmm. They see them in their positions. But we have persons from the Angular Youth Parliament who, even though, if I must say, Shema and Ranaka are no. well known. So oh. they're not unknown. But it is good that we, you know, just introduce you a little bit to our audience. Um, but back to the Youth Parliament. And I was listening when Shema said, you don't oppose for opposing's sake. And I know that was one of our goals as the first cohort in the youth parliament was to embody what parliament should and could look like. Mm. And I think what is most interesting with the current, actually with youth parliament, even in the way that it's structured, is that it somewhat, <laughs> and, and we, can, we can get into that in some questions further down the road but it is intended to mirror the actual parliament so my question did you choose your role did you were you selected and elected or what was the process for the role that you currently have you know I don't like you put this question because you know, <laughs> I'll tell the people I'll tell the people <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, before you, Shamar Sena, I know the answer already. And yeah. I, I must say, well, yes, I was part of the first cohort. We, we just spoke about parenting in the, oh, the previous yeah. episode. And, you know, life comes full circle because oh. my daughter is also part of the youth parliament. So right. there's a, so there's a lot of personal <laughs> um, in, insight that's there. But for those who don't have that personal yeah. insight, Shamar. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so what I will say, boss, is that. It's intended to be a duly elected process. Um, however, in the three cohorts so far, it's not something they've been able to achieve as yet. 
So we were selected by a caucus. And uh, for those who don't know what that is, we went before a panel, we gave, you know, we stated our case for why we want to be members of the Anguilla Youth Parliament. We were told to uh, do a list of the five positions that we would want to fill, ranking them from, you know, number one being the one you most want to fill. Personally, I didn't list the Premier as one of those positions. I live in District 4, and I actually wanted to be the representative for District 4. And the uh, uh, Ministry of Social Development is what interests me the most. So, you know, I, I put myself up for that role. I was selected as the Premier, this, despite the fact that it wasn't one of my roles. And um, I, I would say, you know, if I'm allowed to say, um, a slight issue that I have with the way... Um, the line that it's to mirror parliament is interpreted. I think it's interpreted a bit too literally because in my selection as a premier, I'm also the representative for District 1. I don't live in District 1. I don't mind having that position. You know, I don't mind doing the work that it takes, but I would have preferred if, you know, you were able to... You know, I, I, mean. I, I, will, I will say, you know, there is some slight deviation because that was, and I, I completely agree with you, Shama. I was part of the entire consultation process when youth parliament was being discussed and being developed. I've been around a while and I can't. I'm exiting, but I'm, I'm joining you on your side. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the intention, the intention, as you say, really was so that the composition of the the house mirrors in that you have um, the numbers in particular. Now, I'll tell you why. This discussion was happening before we had constitutional change in that you have 11 elected members. But it was something that was being discussed even back then. And one of the things that we felt that was important in that consultation process was to put in there that the youth parliament mirrors. So if we were to change from seven elected to 11 elected, that that happens. In the first cohort where I was, while I was the representative for District 7, I was the minister of finance. The representative for District 7 was not the minister of finance. So I, I can see now where it is almost following... So the T, yeah. the idea of mirroring, and I want to go back and let Veronica kind of speak to whether or not she got the role that she wanted, a force selected. And I, there's a reason I want to do that. And then we're going to come back to the idea of mirroring because there's okay, some no interesting things that have happened. Yeah. And I want to see how that has played out. So I definitely got the role that I wanted because I was in a second cohort of mm -hmm. youth parliament and... Well, there I was a member of the opposition, but I wasn't a leader of the opposition. And it had some points where it was just, it would have us sitting in the house and it would just be two of us, two opposition versus like nine of the government. And at that point I realized, okay, I could handle myself. So this, for this cohort, I decided, okay, I'm interested in being the leader of the opposition because I got this experience and I want this experience. Okay. So I was glad. But it is a little tricky because I'm from District 6 so sometimes it feels as if I should address the issues in that area but I can't because the leader of the opposition is from a different district. But the leader of the opposition from Anguilla though? Yeah. 
and like this district thing does kind of baffle me you know because Angola you know it has taken two minutes to drive from district one to district two <laughs> but that's, that's why true, we have but, but that's why we have island wide reps and we, we will discuss that because mm-hmm. I we can go down that road yeah, that's <laughs> and, and that it, it, it is a slippery road um mm-hmm. but I do understand you know, if you're saying that I am the District 6 representative and young people are saying, well, you're my representative, but hmm, you don't live in my district. You're not quite immersed. And mm-hmm. Shama, when I was on Facebook, I know that you made a, a post and a plea um, wanting to be more involved in a district that you're not necessarily a part of, but because that is where you're portfolio falls mm-hmm. but Ronica I wanted to ask you um, when speaking about wanting to be leader of opposition I find that so interesting and they always say a child what was the Bible for a child shall lead them a, ju- a child shall lead them and ha I pass Sunday <laughs> <laughs> <From the> school <laughs> but the reason the reason I find that so important and I think that this conversation is important is because so many people say to you as as someone who graduated, so to speak, from youth parliament mm-hmm. into entering into back then <laughs> politics. <laughs> when you say when I said I have no issue with sitting in opposition because the opposition have a role, persons felt as if though why would you want to do that? That's a sitting duck. Mm-hmm. So to hear you say that this was something that you actively went after I find that very interesting. And how how do you feel that that plays into the entire dynamic, government versus opposition, and you know, collaborate, collaborating mm-hmm. <laughs> on issues that that really matter. Um, I think it's great because we do collaborate well. Um, we we share our opinions on different things. We're each. All of us are very open-minded, I would say, in the youth parliament, honestly. So when Shamar says something, then, you know, I'll question him. Um, it'll be like a little debate. But at the end of the day, we we both have the same purpose in mind, to advocate for a certain issue and see how best we could tackle that. That's commendable. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm in awe, because that's what's required to move the country forward and you you probably hear putting some people to shame (laughs) Um, but it leads me into a question like from a youth parliament perspective one of the things that I know the ministers have tried to do um, is to try to have the persons that in their role in the youth parliament kind of come along in the shadow and be involved the only thing we're able to do is had a representative at one of the um, signing of an MOU and then we had Miss um, Carty actually when we're filming this now she would have made birthday happy birthday shout out um, but she came as the youth parliament representative I think she's the minister of infrastructure is she um, no no well, she represented somebody else but she did like the voter thanks at that event um, so it's a bit of exposure saying all that to say like in your individual roles. Do you pick up the phone and call the Minister of Finance and say, hey, this is the Premier of the Youth Parliament, I need to speak with the Premier of Angola, please. <laughs> That's why I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I make 
I make my pleas publicly, like um, Geneva <laughs> said, you know, I, I utilize my Facebook space because I have a lot of Bangladeshians on there, and I find that they're very engaging with my posts, and I can mm-hmm. have a lot of reach, so that has been my main medium thus far, okay. if I, you know, want to address an issue. Okay. I put a little pressure on, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think, I think I can say definitely, I know the Premier has an open-door policy. I know all the ministers that I, I have worked closely with over the last couple of months, they, they want that engagement. So I'm putting it on record that you can make that call in that capacity because it's needed. Like, mm-hmm. what, what you go through as youth, Geneva doesn't go through as an older person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and me, <laughs> as someone who my daughter has said, I'm going to put it on record again, used to live in seeing black and white. Wow. She's told me so. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has no, she has no chill, bro. <laughs> um, so it's like, I, I think I've always asked for that gap to be shortened. Mm. We need that, and I think that's that's. Maybe I'm wrong, you have to correct me, but I think that's part and parcel of one of the functions of the youth parliament. And mm-hmm. I would want to see or have a discussion as to how we can get there because it's necessary. Uh, you know, uh, I will leave our guests also answer this, but I want to just chime in a little bit. Mm-hmm. That has been something that we've been trying to achieve since the first cohort. Okay. I can say that there have been over time. Um, particular ministers who've made it are uh, have an open invitation mm-hmm. to persons to do so. Again, he said it. My daughter is in the youth parliament. She's the deputy governor in the youth parliament. And at the swearing in, and we're going to go back to that. Um, at this, at the swearing in, she received an open invitation from the deputy governor to come down and to do a little bit of shadowing um, with him. And she took that opportunity and. I know she appreciated it and learned from that um, that exposure. So to see that happen and to see it happen on a greater scale, I think, is something that, as someone who from the past want and want to see it continue, mm-hmm. I think that is something that would be beneficial. And you can tell me if you still see that function as being beneficial. Yes, I think so. You know, more exposure in the field, understanding the process and procedures, the work that goes in on a day-to-day basis and how we can fit in and provide the youth perspective mm-hmm. as well to make sure that, as you said, an underrepresented sector of society is represented in the work that they do. We can encourage them, you know, to when we see certain processes, we can say, well, the youth would benefit from this being done in this manner. So oh, I think it is crucial. That's, that's definitely I hope yeah. to see happen. Also, I think the bridge is definitely getting smaller between the pol- actual parliament and the youth parliament. Because even in a recent meeting that we had, um, Honorable Jose Ventable, he sat in with us and he was able to discuss certain policies and just the topic that we're going to be presenting soon. Mm-hmm. He was able to give us different insights and offer us resources to assist us in our debate. So I feel like that was very helpful and yes, encouraging. It yeah, it was. You, you can see that bridge closing simply by the natural process of age. Yes. You, you have, you have a, a, a national parliament that comprises of a number of youth. And so uh, I'm, I'm enthused to hear that those young persons are reaching out to their mm-hmm. counterparts in the youth parliament because in two, three years, 
we could be looking at persons who are sitting in the national parliament because you're not that far removed. And I think it's important to recognize that the youth parliament isn't a children's parliament. And and there's that distinction. It's not yes. a children's parliament. It's a youth parliament. And the age of youth is 13 to 35. Yeah. 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 And someone can well, run. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but someone can run for office in Angola after the age of 21. Ooh. So you have that section of persons who can fall on either side. And so to see that gap being closed um, is, is commendable. And um, um, I have high and great expectations. So. Ronica, you stated that you have been involved with youth parliament from the second cohort. This is that which cohort now? This is right. Okay. You plan to run again? I I think I'll retire. <laughs> <laughs> Ronica's talking about going off to school, so yeah. you know, can't quite can't quite do it justice. Yeah. Right. Okay. But how long is a term? For those who don't know, how long is a term? A term is approximately two years. Okay. So you're looking at so doesn't quite mirror Parliament in that it's right. not. <laughs> it's not. It's not a five year term. It's a two are year term. We are paid for um, sitting. Yeah, when we have sittings, we receive a stipend. a stipend. And are you in sitting every day? You <laughs> 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 can, can do up to four per year. Four, four per year? year. Yeah. Shucks. <laughs> I, I will say that was something that we advocated for. I never got. Stipend, oh. but you know those are the things. Ivan, I, I I don't remember which guest when we spoke about this. Sometimes we plant a tree today, mm-hmm. but it's quite literally you planted a tree today, but it may be your children that get to benefit yeah. from yeah. <laughs> from that tree. And, and in this literally. case, quite literally. <laughs> um, but it is important that you put those things in place. So I am happy that. You are being compensated via stipend for the work because it takes work. It takes research. It takes a lot of your time and effort to go in there and and stand and speak. Mm -hmm. And not just off the top of your head. It's it's something that is well thought out. And, you know, I, I made the statement that it's not a children's parliament. And that is something that is very personal to me because you know even when I sat in the seat it was termed the dollar house who said that you know but but those I'm, I'm hoping that we're moving away but from but you still didn't answer me you know you like to think <laughs> who said I'm, that okay, we're really moving on <laughs> but um, I, I say that to say we don't take it at that we, we didn't and I know that you don't take it as child's play you don't take it um, as just, oh, this is just something that I do, but I know of the work that goes in and it's commendable. So tell us, tell us. I know about some of that work. (laughs) And I I have to keep reminding myself, I know about some of that work. But tell Ivan, Ivan don't know. (laughs) Tell Ivan about some of the work that you have been doing and continue to do. Okay, well, what I would say is the most recent thing that we've been working on. We're doing. We're making preparations for our upcoming debate. 
So we've been meeting with experts on the topic that we want to pursue. And just to give you some insight, uh, we'd like to debate on addressing youth violence in Anguilla. Well, addressing the exposure to violence and crime of young people in Anguilla and how that would impact them committing crimes themselves. So we've been meeting with various experts and we actually have a sit-in during Youth Week on Mm -hmm. the 30th of September where we would have experts come in and be interviewed so that the public can receive the insight as well while we do. I heard somebody say recently that Anguilla needs a juvenile detention center, not not um, Zanita Haven, because depends on the severity of the crime and depends on what age they're at. Some people are still very much a youth, very young and thinking, but they are put into a magistrate's prison with seasoned criminals, mm-hmm. um, and then they're concerned about what reform can look like, if even possible, for them. Um, so it'll be interesting this th- next Friday next Thursday when is it Friday, Friday. Friday. this Friday next Friday yeah. next Friday is it, yeah, definitely. it won't be yeah. next Friday because remember this will be aired on Thursday during, right so it will be tomorrow yeah it'll be okay. tomorrow yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll okay. keep it um, so yeah so tomorrow you're going to have this it's, it's going to be aired live on yes. the right. Facebook page radio Whose face, who's Facebook page? Anguilla Youth Parliament. Okay. Why not the, the House of Assembly? We can work on that. We can work on that. See, I like your thinking, Mr. <laughs> Premier. <laughs> and if you want to push it out by a government, it's just a call away. I don't think we have nothing going on on Friday. We want to push it out by a government. See, this man is a man of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely, let's let's do those things. I think those, those that's something of national importance. I mean, we just... Um, came off the previous episode talking about a national parenting program um, and, and the wonderful thing that's asking. I'm, I'm excited. People people think that it's all doom and gloom here for us in Angola, but it's not. You guys bring so much hope. These last two episodes has been filled with hope. I feel like a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Just bright and shiny because they, I, I, I needed to see some of that. You know, If you're not careful, the negativity that's just wreaking... Havoc on the airwaves and on the side of the road and the street cars will take a toll on you. Like, I've been telling Granny, but I just need a break. I just want to run away for a bit. Um, but we I, got work to do. We got work to do. <laughs> we all got work to do, and I'm happy that you're, you're, you're both doing your part. Um, so, if I if I can stay along this vein, like, what else you want to see accomplished in your time? How far in your time are you? Well, we're about halfway through. Halfway through? Yeah, we've just about completed a year. Okay. So we have another year to go. I love that. So that means all the thoughts and processes, we've done document those, and it's action next. Right. Correct. Correct. Yes, and then you're real politicians, and you're walking in the last time. <laughs> I'm just teasing, man. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But no, oh, but they, how, what can you do during COVID and everything else that was going on? You know, it's been a challenge. Like, as, as you... As you parliament, like how did you even try to navigate what we've gone through? Everything over the last year has been either what gonna make you sick or what you're sick of. <laughs> GST, <laughs> you got COVID, you got restrictions. It's just been it's just been a constant pressing. Like, how have the youth in your capacity, just not even as national youth parliament, but how have you been dealing and coping with this stuff? Or Ranka open the floor to me. <laughs> well, I mean, you get a little break because you're out on tradition sailing. Like, there's yeah. something different with being on the water. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I never get tired of it. 
yeah, so like that, that's your exit, but what has been your exit? I'm going straight back to you, young lady. Yeah. Um, my exit is honestly exercise. Oh, you exercise a lot. Yeah, I do tennis consistently. Taekwondo. No, just tennis. Tennis. So you don't like any kind of fighting. <laughs> Not really. Okay, just making yeah. sure. She used yeah. her words. <laughs> My words. I, I used to try, uh, <laughs> you gotta fight sometimes. Well, I think it's very important to take a break from everything that's going on around uh-huh. you and just be able to relax. You know what? I'm just teasing you about the fighting thing. <laughs> I actually do that. I've been going to the gym twice a day. In Yes, for fitness, but yes. There's a calm that you get from exercise. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of things that used to bother me, and the people that used to bother me, I don't even see or hear them anymore. Like, people would tell me stuff, oh, boy, you're getting a lot of licks as the government PR. I said, really? From who? <laughs> it was like, you don't hear what I'm saying? Okay, I was like, no. no. <laughs> I'm like, that's, a le- that's a level of zen. Trust me, I ain't mortgaging my peace for nothing. Mm-hmm. When you see me, when you see me get up four o'clock in the morning, four thirty the latest, and my cousin call me, and we on the road, and we go into the gym, and we put in that time, and it's a good sweat. I ready to face the day, and if my day is rough, he can call me. If he day rough, he can call me, and if we ain't swimming in the afternoon, we go to gym again, because you need that outlet. I mean. And sadly, a lot of people ain't finding those outlets, and that's why they're getting involved in all kind of like illicit affairs and activities and stuff. Yeah. And I think, speaking about that, I think maybe one of the things that the youth parliament can, can champion, because I know insider information now that they're trying to do is quickly develop some green spaces, but youth parliament needs to have a role in these projects. Like, you need to make sure one happened in district, what district you represent too? Yeah. You need to make sure that one happens in District 26. You see how I did that there? You got to put two of them together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to make sure that it happens, you know, because yeah. I would want to see one of those calisthenic parks and then just somewhere for, like, benches where you can sit down and do your homework. Like, everything don't have to be locked up in a room and, and, and a TikTok and on a phone and all that type of stuff. No, don't, don't talk yeah. about TikTok. I got on TikTok recently me, and I love it. Trust me. Me too. You, <laughs> I'm saying don't talk about it in such a negative light because... I'm going to swing back to Youth Week mm. again. Mm-hmm. These are the several hats that we're wearing here. Yeah. And I know the theme for Youth Week is optimizing the orange economy. And so the question, and for those who don't know, y'all want to take a stab at what's the orange economy or you want? Yeah, sure. And <laughs> I'll put it very concisely. The orange economy speaks to the creative arts. And that's something that we definitely need to pay more attention to in Angola. We have lots of talented persons we here. Do. And we should be encouraging their self-expression. And we should be seeing their development, you know. So a lot of people didn't realize. And for a long time, we talk about this. Back in the day, if you didn't go if you didn't go out to school to be a doctor, study business, or go work in the bank, you were an abstract failure. <laughs> like, oh, wow. like, for real, you, are, you guys have it good now. Unless somebody had seen my time, they want to be a singer. As a matter of fact, right, I used to play drums. I was pretty decent. Right? So I used to drum in church and, and that type of stuff in other places. And um, <laughs> my mother was different, you know. And... My mother, she encouraged it once it was in church, mm-hmm. but better bad at the time, like, like Buki them used to walk around, they'd probably call my mother, mom, they were like, you suck the drum, they, they make the mistake, I asked my mother about me, the prayer she put on for them, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't come back, but I'm saying like, if it wasn't for church, she wasn't having it, you know, you had to go to school, you had to study this, and I, I told my mother I wanted to be a pilot, she said no. 
I tell her I wanted to be a policeman. She said, no, she don't like the police. Yeah. <laughs> We're not promoting that. Right? <laughs> said, That's what she said. This is a true story. I'm not going to lie to you. I said, but you have a problem with every profession that starts with a P-man. <laughs> I said, well, I'm be a pastor. She said, well, if that's what God wants you to do. <laughs> Parents always want to push you in the direction that they want. But, like, I could have been, I stopped drumming. I stopped playing keyboard. I was, I was, I was decent. I loved it. Like, I got a scar in the back of my leg that I was just... I used to make a drum out of everything. And I know I would have been bad. Like, I'd have been touring the wall. But nobody saw the arts as that right now. Now, I'm in music because I manage um, via... And I'm connected with... Like, my, my I call him my brother, um, Wade Johnson. He plays for Junior Gang. He plays for Popcorn. He's played for Jesse Raya. We, we just come... From the UK on three weeks, came home, changed your bag, fly back to Malta, fly to Cali. Uh, like, I'm in conversation with these guys all the time. Ron Matheson, another brother of mine, he plays for Christopher Martin, he plays for every major record um, gospel artist out there. They, they're touring the world, they're making money doing what they love, but here in Angola, we don't promote that. So if you're telling me now that this week that we're talking about the orange economy and arts, oh, not just singing and, and that type of stuff, like, I'm excited. You tell me you're making beats. Yeah, yeah. That could change, bro, that could change your, <laughs> that could change the trajectory of your generations that ain't even born yet that come out. Like, that could fix now, the past, and in the future, if, if, if Jay-Z, if, Jay-Z pick up on your beats on his next album. You know what I mean? And I'm hope, I hope, I hope, I hope and pray, like my mother will pray, yeah. that you're, you're, you're looking at the business aspect of music industry and in creative arts and actually owning your, 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 your content. Yes, I am. People in, in even, everybody could be YouTube famous and stuff now. Like <laughs> Elvin Data, yeah. Elvin Data, I tell Elvin them to get, I get a channel, you know, um, a name just slipped me. Not not Francisca, the, uh, the younger one, uh, Sophia. Like Sophia. <laughs> like Sophia was doing this thing from nothing. She's like, "Hey guys, welcome back to me." And then that thing, everybody. But that, but that is if you listen to kids, and well, that's you, what that it is. is that is what it is. I'm like, these kids are showing up, putting up a YouTube video, and making millions. Mm-hmm. I, I I I out here trying to walk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I think it is important. And again, it's it's bridging some of the conversations that we had. As parents, mm-hmm. because we've graduated to this side of the the room, you know, I sit in the middle, but we've graduated to no, this yeah, side. Come, come this <laughs> we, are, we are parents, yes. and we are parents of persons who are of that generation. Yes. And just the other day, I had a conversation with my daughter because she loves just trivia and general knowledge, and I'm like, "What are you going to do?" With all this general knowledge that's just built up in your head. I'm like, you better monetize this thing. <laughs> I, say, I don't care if you if you decide to be the co-host of one of those trivia shows. If that is the career path you want. But I do appreciate that we are exploring and thinking about this mm-hmm. in a meaningful way. And having it be prominent to our youth um, as being the theme for Youth Week. Mm-hmm. What? Put me on a spot a little bit. Let's go, let's this go. is one thing that I don't have insider insight okay. on. Okay, ready. <laughs> what plans, if any, do you have 
to incorporate some of that into youth parliament? That's a good question. We <laughs> yeah. actually did make a TikTok. See, so you you already yeah. you already incorporate to try to reach out to people more our age because you put stuff on Facebook. Let's be real, majority of people my age aren't on Facebook. No, well, no. half of them aren't on Facebook. Snapchat, the, the, TikTok. The yeah. That was a rude. And if then and not your age, younger, it was a rude awakening. Either. I went into <laughs> the high school and had some sessions, and I go, we're talking about. Um, cyberbullying, and I'm like, get yeah, on Facebook. No, miss, that's for old people. Rude awakening. But yeah, so we're trying to reach out through different platforms. Like, what are these platforms? Seems like I gotta TikTok. move on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I what, just what? started TikTok like long, and I'm not gonna lie. What did your daughter say about that? She's like, Daddy, you on TikTok? So my son taught me how to use it. <laughs> and then I played around because like, I'm a little technical, and I played around with it. And then I was like, I was driving with my son, and I was like. Shucks, I need to go home go, go put this video together. He was like, use CapCut. I was like, what? <laughs> he took my phone. He downloaded CapCut. We're driving in. Mm-hmm. And this is between roundabouts. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> he pulled in the files. And I'm like, I'm like watching him. I'm proud. But I can't let him know that I'm proud because <laughs> then he's going to swell his ego. But I'm proud because while I was going home to go and pull out the Mac and do, he's doing on a phone. Mm-hmm. And he was able to literally merge some videos that I needed. And, like, he got it down to a science where I would go in and make sure that the audio is lined up and everything. He's like, we want, right, right there. And then, okay, where you want me to send? I'm like, bro, are you come with a chip, man? Like, <laughs> 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 why 2K compliant? Like, there's so much happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about that. Um, but you guys gave me some food for thought because we spend a lot of time on Facebook. I don't ever see the government start on TikTok because the algorithm behind TikTok, you know, it's treated differently here. Yeah. Um, um, maybe we can partner on something like that with, with, with the content that we're trying to push out there. Use it for what it can really be used for. Mm-hmm. Like when Facebook started, it wasn't what it was supposed to be. Now, Facebook was a, a, a tool for college students. Like, really, that yes. was a social platform. Mm-hmm. They gone to the docks. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, you know, I saw on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Persons, younger persons were very surprised to know that Facebook was a website yes. and not an app. Yes, that's where it started. Like, like it's like, been crazy. What do you mean a website? Like, you mean the app? It's so, no, it's a website. Facebook literally oh. is the dial phone now, you know. Because <laughs> no, that's how far yeah, we've it, gone. Yes, it, it is. And um, it's like so. For instance, like I, people like, I'm getting hip again. Like I'm going to Air Force, <laughs> approaching forty, but forty is the new twenty. Right. Because like I go and and I don't know. This is a plug for Apple. Call it what you want, but. I am finished with Android technology and all the haters can say what they want. I'm saying this publicly. We can follow on the show. We can follow on the show. <laughs> Tell you why. Tell you why. Apple's business model, I would em- encourage any young person to study it. Oh, their business model is amazing. But as a consumer, no. I refuse to get sucked in. No, you don't get sucked in. Here's why I them could suck me in from now till tomorrow. Because what people pay for is efficiency. And I don't want the frustration because Android makes so many devices. The apps that you need don't work the same. When you take up your iPhone, the way 
the seamless function of every app that I need for work, pleasure, otherwise, has changed my life. I would throw my Android in the garbage. I'm not even joking. And I don't care who they're saying. I was a pro Android fan because I was like, listen here. Is I Blackberry had an ad back in the day. I used to laugh because I'm into marketing. I was like, this is dope. They say they have, he said, the guy said, I have a Blackberry because I need a tool and not a tie. <laughs> Deadly ad. I love it. Stab <laughs> Apple. But Apple just take that on the chin and Apple just streamlined, really revolutionized their iOS and everything works seamless in Apple. Yeah. Literally everything works seamless in Apple. And that's why there's a culture shift to Apple because the young people don't want to be frustrated. They got young people that like Android. But when you get on an Apple... And you're not afraid of it anymore, and you realize your apps work better because you got one app over 30 million. How much Samsung A series to got? <laughs> Too much, but you're gonna get an iPhone 14. We are going to talk. We're gonna Come talk on. because yeah, I gonna put you. Here. I gonna put you on an Apple. But I'm saying all this to say, right? Like, study the business model. Define what they are doing, and they do it well. And that's why we want to see happening in our orange economy. You got a lot of people. I, I know I'm getting to this because they're gonna say being yes, no, I'm gonna get to no, no, touch. No, gonna touch. We're gonna we 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 come back. No, let me touch this. Let me touch okay. this. Cause we're talking our range economy. <laughs> There's so much that can be done here, but nobody's looking at it holistically. We got people making music mm-hmm. every year that only plays for two weeks. You understand? I hope these are the conversations that's coming out. Don't look at me like that, Geneva. But I'm saying, you know, like when we're looking at the orange economy, economy isn't one day. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the continuous, sustainable yeah. flow of cash. Like, we should be making money from these things. So, mm-hmm. my thing is, follow the business model. Consider what Apple is and where they're going and take what you can take from it. Not everything is good. I'm not going to say it's the everything is over. Take what you can take from it. And I think you guys, in your capacity as youth, not just in your capacity in the youth parliament, you can start to champion a lot of these changes that we need on a lot of different fronts Mm -hmm. because we need it in social development. Mr. Premier, we need it in health and finance. We need the input from the youth in in infrastructure. We're just building, we're going to build a brand new airport soon. Like, has anybody reached out to the Angola youth parliament and say, like, listen here, this is something that we're building for the next 50 years. Like, what's your input? Because you have an input. You guys will be researching the stuff and know, like, hey, soon, you know, the breaking distance. You might know the breaking distance on a, on a 737 might improve. We might, be, we might be looking to accommodate that in 15 years. A year is going to be there for the next 50. Like, what are we doing? You know, those type of things. Have those conversations. I'm actually glad that you went there because, again... We had 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 lady. Go ahead, had lady. We had The next, the, all of them are interconnected. It, the youth parliament is a part of a greater network of. Oh, I shouldn't say a greater network, but part of a network of national youth arms and youth bodies. What is that relationship like? And, and and Shamar, I I'm loving that Shamar's sitting right next to me because he knows yes because because <laughs> he he knows he knows where I'm going with this right because you have the Angola Youth Parliament you have the Angola National Ambas- Youth Ambassador Corps 
and you have the Angola National Youth Council. How does the Angola Youth Parliament tie into the broad grouping of national youth bodies? And if it doesn't tie in, how do you think it should or can? Okay, well, what I would say is that on paper, oh, <laughs> 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 on paper, uh, the national youth ambassadors form a research group to inform the youth parliament when they, we want to take something to a debate. So we can approach the youth ambassadors. They can do research for us, policy research, and they can provide us with the information, and we take it from there. And the Angola National Youth Council, the president, serves a similar purpose to the governor would serve the, the national parliament. Interesting. Yeah. So there's structure. And, and I agree with Shamam. There's structure and... People. What you say that to the side? What is not happening? I agree with him. It's just that, I mean, there have been a few times. Hold on. Stop. Don't, don't. The leader of opposition <laughs> and the premier just agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to put that there. <laughs> there have been a few times when we tried to work together how it is on paper, um, but it was not consistent. It hasn't been consistent. So we definitely need to improve on that. How do you improve? Um, Pick up the phone and call them. That's what we we need to do more. Invite them more to our meetings and so on. The thing is, right, and and I, again, I'm sitting here knowing. (laughs) Because Shamar sits as a national youth ambassador. Yes, I'm a youth ambassador as well. Oh, you are? He is. And there is a representative in, outside of Shamar. There is a designated representative mm-hmm. of the National Youth Ambassador Corps in the Angola Youth Parliament. And the reason for that was to allow for the seamless flow of information. But yes, there, there's work to be done. And I say this, Ivan, as as an outgoing National Youth Ambassador. Come to this outgoing. Side, come <laughs> but there's work to be done on both sides to right. ensure that that relationship grows into what it should be because the National Youth Ambassador Corps effectively they're the ones that look at policy so they're the ones that give input into policies so so not a cut you off so mm-hmm. like government would have cabinet on a Wednesday and executive council where they meet with the governor and everybody on a Thursday how often does the Ambassador Corps the youth parliament and this person that you say on paper would solve like the governor, how often do you meet? Once a quarter? Not often. So Ambassador Co meets once a month. Ambassador Co meets once a month. Okay. Youth Parliament meets how how often? Mm-hmm. As often as we deem necessary. If a okay. sitting is coming up then we'll meet like probably like two days a week. For okay. like three weeks. For three weeks. Like okay. And, and outside of that what you're doing because you're youth parliament, your youth parliament representatives ministers, opposition leaders, you have a function in your different constituencies. So you're you're underground, you're mobile, you're taking knowledge of issues. Shema is reaching out via Facebook, which is now transformed to TikTok, connecting with people. (laughs) So you have this stuff going on. So what I'm asking, all this stuff is going on, where is the governance that would affect the change that we're talking about here? How how is that 
you manifested? I, I, I'm going to answer this question and then I'm going to let them give their take on my statement. Mm. If the youth parliament is reliant on the youth ambassador corps for policy input, then the youth ambassador corps must be given access to the policies. We cannot review and look at policies if we're not given access. So, so here's the nonsense of that nonsense. Why aren't you given access to the policies? And that will be a discussion for another episode of Progress Report. No, no, we got time. We got nine minutes. <laughs> but because, because the answer cannot come from it in this room. And that is what I'm saying. It, it, it has to be a discussion outside of here. Because we have policies on paper that states... And a lot of it, and I, I can appreciate your frustration because I hear some of it coming out in terms of not being able to function in the way that you're supposed to function. But why you didn't start this from before and I had time to dig a little yeah. deeper in this? Yeah, you were talking about orange economy. And, yeah, and that's yeah, because that's something too. But, um, but this doesn't make sense to me. And, and we'll, have, we'll have plenty of opportunity, Ivan, to... To really get into to get into what that looks like, but we have a few minutes left, and I want to get back to the youth parliament and what they have been doing because they've been very modest. Oh, twice a week. No, I gotta be picking up my daughter every day. <laughs> y- y'all have y'all have been doing interviews, mm-hmm. and, and you rightfully said you have a upcoming sit-in during Youth Week. Is it going to be? A regular debate, what okay. format will that sit and take? Okay, so for the last maybe two months, we've been meeting with different persons, different experts in the field of youth violence, um, including like the prosecutor, um, teachers, we're going to meet with pastors and so on. And it's just to collect information and data on youth violence in Anguilla so that we can prepare properly for our debate. I feel as if this time we've been doing, like, we've had a lot of prep, honestly. It's probably in my two cohorts of the Angular, with the Angular Youth Parliament, this is the most we've ever prepared for something. So, and I was sitting next week, tomorrow, and I was sitting tomorrow, <laughs> um, it will be like a committee stage process where some people come in and they present information about youth violence and we stay there and we ask them questions and so on. And then the following week we'll have another session of that, another sitting just like that. And then probably towards the end of November is when we'll do our actual debate in the house. Shama, you wanted to add anything to that before I jump in there? No, you can jump right back in. That's... (laughs) Okay. Um, I like that because I like that the youth parliament also shows the different functions and the range that the Angular House of Assembly has. Right. Because a lot of times people think that... You don't that see committee stage. Very rarely. I, I can't say that you don't, yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, I, it's something that is very rarely seen. Mm-hmm. And I like that because of the structure of the youth parliament, that you get to explore the different areas um, and functions of the the House of Assembly. So you see how that works or how that should work. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I mean, and don't, don't get me wrong, and I don't want nobody to say 
that the house isn't functioning when I say they don't really see committee stage because sometimes it happens so fast when a bill is moved to a committee at a whole mm-hmm. and it, like a lot of things happen if you're paying attention they happen pretty fast mm-hmm. so when I say that you don't really see it like you mm-hmm. don't even know that certain things has ha- yeah. has happened and they're not always paying attention so let me let me just put that out there before they say the government PR will say that they don't have <laughs> 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 committee stage meetings so I want to <laughs> We got time. We got a little bit, a little bit of time. We know that the House and the Youth Parliament mirrors the National Parliament. Do you share a clock? Do you have your own clock? Do you have your own speaker? How? What does that look like for you? We have our own clock and our own speaker, but um, they work closely with the clock of the National Parliament, and he's actually sat in with us on a few meetings recently. Because they want to, you know, have a closer relationship with us and help us develop and help us prepare for what's mm-hmm. to come. They've I, definitely given us a lot of assistance and continue to do so for the upcoming sittings. I, 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 why, I sorry, Glenivo, and you got, you got to give me an answer. <laughs> These policy documents, what's stopping access to them? Evan, you've gone back there. We've moved forward. No, I don't. I, I, I'm going back there. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to be facetious, but you need something to do your work. Right. Okay. Would I, as a contractor, tell my workers, we're going to build a building and have them show up every day with our black sand cement and steel? You're not getting what you need to get to do your job. So probably some of the things that we are facing and we don't have the youth input that we should have on a certain level is because you're not getting the tools that you need, which is the, which are these policy documents and whatever else. And then we are stuck and we're saying that things aren't being addressed. I find that to be very deceitful, <laughs> to say the least. And I can speak plainly. I, if I hear anybody say that are you doing your job, are you doing your work, and are you doing nothing, I can address them myself. Now that I give me a little bit of ammunition. Because I, I hear thinking like, are you, are you doing all this stuff? Are you having all these meetings and stuff? Now you actively want to effect change. You're trying to tell me that there's a bottleneck somewhere that's stopping you from getting what you need? That's both of us. Well, that may be so. That don't make sense to me. I, 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 agree. I, I agree with you, Ivan. I mean, I cannot sit here and say that I don't agree with you. But I do appreciate the... Stop being no. so <laughs> <laughs> this don't make sense to me. Are you no, angry? I, Be honest, are you angry? I have mellowed out my old age. No, no, I know <laughs> I know I know you're trying. Uh, Tell the truth. You uh, angry, Premier? Mr. Uh, Premier? I'm not angry. I, I think maybe there's more pressure that we can apply, more that we can do. To, okay, to, to, to that's one in it. I, I, that's 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 commendable. Are you angry, Miss Miss Connor? I agree with him too. Just maybe at some points a little frustrated, but yeah. Frustrated is but the, there is more we could do. Frustrated is the London word for angry events. <laughs> so so how do we how do we fix this? You say that you can apply some more pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're gonna start applying this pressure? Don't I I I sidelining the co-host and the in in the real star and mm-hmm. the one behind the show. I just try ah. to I just try to understand how we can get to the point because policy is important. You know why you know why you know why I want to address this here? I got I got thirty seconds before I get give you even the last minute. How is a country ran? People think a country is ran by a budget. No. Legislation runs a country. 
We've had instances where bodies here in government, you can call them, have not had any legislative changes in 30, 40 years. And that's why we don't see certain things moving. Mm -hmm. But legislation could very well be in our instance policy. Things that we want to see happen with the youth, you have to see these policies. That's what the youth parliament is about. I I can't get away from this. We're going to... You can get the last one, but we're going to bring this up again. Whoever I, needs I am, to be in here... I am certain, Ivan, if you trust me on this, uh-huh. we'll have plenty opportunity to address this again. You promise? I promise. I ain't going to say nothing else. But, you know, it, because we can speak about the frustrations and the blockages and the hindrances that exist, but I'm much more moved by the ability of young persons to move beyond those obstacles and to still find ways and niche areas to be able to have debates and to be able to bring to light mm. the issues that do matter and the issues that do affect you. And so that's that's kind of why I wanted to say yes, there are there are some obstacles and it's not to diminish the fact that there are some obstacles. But there's also ways around some of those obstacles. Mm-hmm. And you have identified those ways. You are manifesting um, that through your ability to have to have a debate on, on those topics. And I am happy to hear that you are the, the, the support from the speaker and the clock mm-hmm. that that has continued and you know the speaker has changed in time but that that support still exists um there and so as we wrap up a bit of an opportunity open invitation um to invite persons to your sitting ronica's watching me like (laughs) what do you want us to do i want i i want people to come out and see your sittings. And, and before before that invitation, I have one last question. Oh, boy, I run in trouble. One last question. Do you take the opportunity to go into sittings of the National Parliament? I have previously, but I have not in quite a while. There's one on Friday. As as as, a as in tomorrow? Well, as in, yeah, well, it, last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> I just just is your sharp But as a youth parliament, I would encourage that as a youth parliament that you do go to sit-ins. That's probably going to confuse some people just now. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that you, that you take that opportunity to go and see the actual sitting of a house. So how do I communicate with the youth parliament? As PR, if I want to send you guys some, make sure everybody get it. How do I do that? Well, oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, We do have um, an email address. Ronica, you can let them know the email address real quick. Parliament at gmail.com Right. Okay. And um, we have various social media as well. We have an Instagram page, AYP that AI. I can follow I can follow me back. Right. Yeah, maybe. Okay. TikTok too? <laughs> I like that maybe. <laughs> she said maybe. <laughs> she just like that in this. You best follow me. Follow for follow. Right. Right. Yeah, and you you can reach out to myself as well. You can reach out to Ronica. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that yeah. you pass over we will relate to the mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I wanna see you guys some more. more. There's also a Facebook page for the older generation. Too. If you just, you just did <laughs> not go there. And I didn't want to take it there for sure. That note. On that note. On that note. Your sitting is when? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And the date 
tomorrow is when? 30th of September. Uh-huh. Great. At, At what time? 5pm. Look how the old people trying to get Are You Hip to get the information out there. 5pm tomorrow is your sitting. I'll be there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there. Can you cheer? No, I'm fine. Do you cheer? <laughs> I'm fine. Because I know I can touch some things and... If I give me the opportunity to speak, I'm, I'm telling you from now, tell them don't give me the money. Because that policy <laughs> thing is going to come up there. No, it won't. Because you don't, you don't get to speak at the committee stage? No. Come, Ivan, you're going to come and you're going to see how it's done. If and I take any questions from the audience that I see me get up to get a mic, I, <laughs> it's over. I turn it off because I want that address. I'm sorry, Leniva. I... You know what, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another excellent episode of Progress Report. We've had with us the Premier and the Leader of Opposition of the Angular Youth Parliament. Unprecedented, our first two-guest show. Oh, yeah. And the first time the Premier and the Leader of Opposition in their capacities have been on a show of this um, sitting caliber magnitude but it has been excellent I <laughs> thoroughly thoroughly have been impressed by both of you um, I think this is the level of temperance that we need in our decorum and a lot of other places to be entirely honest um, and I wish you guys nothing but the best this won't be the last time that you're here you have an open invitation this Glen Heber show but it does give out invitations <laughs> she can tell I when I can come by tell I need to come back soon because I can press as soon as we done stop recording I can press this policy issue thing again I want to know what's going on here um, I, I can't stay away from it because I mean tools mm-hmm. tools and I know you guys want to do things you're doing things as well but you have an open invitation to come back let's talk actually let's do a follow up let's let's yeah. Yeah, let's do a follow-up. We can, we can probably do one before your official sitting. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so that gives you a time frame as to when we okay. we have you back. That sounds awesome. Thank it's you been very real. Much. It's been great. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yes, oh, thank it's you so been much. our pleasure. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Progress Report, updates and conversations from the government information service.